Welcome to another episode of the Hayes Hustle Podcast. It's me, your host, the Trap Trainer, Coach Hayes himself. Hello, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, Real Talk Tuesday. Special day today. Very, very special day, August 15th. It is my cousin's birthday, my late cousin, uh, Tyrone Hayes. Tyrone Marquette Hayes, uh, nicknamed Cowboy to the street. Nicknamed Mark to his family. Beloved, beloved uh, cousin of mine. Really grew up more like a brother, but our uh, my dad and his mom was brother and sister, and that you know grew up in the same bed. You know, sharing the same bed, sharing the same house. My dad was his dad. His mom was my mom. Type shit. You know, and they we were ain't you know couldn't afford to live in separate houses. You know, so we we grew up together a lot and. Birthdays today. Birthdays today. He got a, uh, you know, just a. It's just, it's just absolutely horrible to, to the fact that he's not here with me today. You know that he's not here with me today, so we can that you know I get to talk about him today, today on the podcast, and, and dedicate today's show to him, uh, and tell you a little bit about what happened, what transpired, what's what's transpiring today. Big day, day, big day, big day, big day, big day. Big day, crazy, crazy day. My late cousin's birthday, my late cousin's birthday at 3 p.m. today, his daughter gets married. His daughter gets married at 3 p.m. today. Just amazing, right? She was a she was a baby when he got when he got murdered. She's a baby in the house when he got murdered. She was in the house, one bedroom away. She she was there. When her father got murdered, shot in the, shot in the head, in a in like a drive-by. It really was more of a walk-up. I know what's up. Came outside of his window, started shooting right into his bedroom. She happened to be in a in the the room next door with her grandmother. You know, just just I just can't believe it happened. You know, just can't believe it happened. Just can't believe he's not here for us to talk about us going through all of our knucklehead shit, being kids in St. Louis. And we used to jump off of bridges. I mean, jump off of uh, roofs, you know, roofs of garages and stuff like that. This is when superheroes were, we thought we were superheroes. We thought we had superpowers. We wanted to be like Spider-Man and, and, you know, uh, Superman. We wanted to jump off of shit and we wanted to slide down the pole. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, and they go save somebody or go jump in our go-kart and drive down here. I just can't believe we can't share those stories. It is, it is, it's heartbreaking for me. It's heartbreaking for me. But at the same time, it's kind of a double-edged sword. He's my biggest why. He's probably, he's one of the, one of the reasons I, I, I try to achieve at a high rate, how I try to get so much done because I'm getting it done for me I'm getting it done for him I'm getting it done for my dad get it done for my grandma I'm getting, you know I got a, I got a list of motherfuckers that that I rep that's on my back you know what I'm saying he's actually tattooed on my arm you know us. so you know I just can't believe his, his baby's getting married you know baby's getting married um, and she's a fantastic girl smart strong Headstrong, holy shit! Headstrong. She could be the she could be the head of the one of the you know crime gangs. <laughs> she, not a, the girls be the toughest ones. She that one. She that she tough as shit. She tough as nails, bro. So it's just it's beautiful watching her grow up. I you know I, when my cousin was on his deathbed, he was in a coma after he I got after he I got shot. I'm down there crying every damn day. I just dropped out of college, just not really. I just stopped going to school, and I'm at the hospital. I just didn't leave. Like, I'm just sitting there praying every day, praying, praying, praying. Please, Lord, please, Lord, don't let him, don't let him die. Don't let him die. Don't let him die. You know, they got him on a, they got him on a respirator and, a, you know, the, the machine's breathing for him and all that kind of shit. So we waiting on him to take over and, you know, and see if the, the, after the swelling go down the brain, is he going to be a vegetable? Is he going to be normal? Is he going to be just, it was just a horrific Absolutely horrific, man. Absolutely horrific. At the funeral, when the funeral happened, I had to go up and say some words. You know, you know, I was the closest one to him, as in our family, and I had to go up there to him. 
go up there and say something. And man, honestly, I got to about five or six words, just broke down, just, just was feeling it. Just, I just couldn't even say nothing else. I just couldn't even, you know, I just couldn't even put in the words, couldn't even understand what was going on. Because the way we grew up, he liked my arm. You know what I mean? Like, we're like limbs to each other. Like, if, if, if he dies, like, part of me died. You know what I mean? So, I was in shock. Just in absolute fucking shock. I mean, it just turned my life upside down. So, to see her finding the love of her life and, you know, being able to start breaking some cycles, man. You know, we, we were born into this with single parents and... You know, there was a lot of gaps. When you, I talked about this a little bit yesterday on the show. Whenever there's gaps in the foundation, kids will fall through the cracks. Does that make sense? If you have gaps in the foundation, for one, you're not ready to build because you got gaps in your foundation. A lot of people, they still build though. They still, they still continue to go. And so, what happens is kids fall through the cracks. This is just, this is just. Come on, man. This is just game one-on-one. This Hayes game one-on-one. So everybody don't have this game. This is mine. Sorry. This is mine. <laughs> this is mine. Branded straight up. I learned it. I went through it. I had the OG dad that put me through the shit. I went to the street. I hustled. I, I did all that shit. Had to have a single parent. Had to live on the... Had to live in pallets. Had to live in, you know, horrible situations and make it through it. That's why it's my game. Because I know how to get through it, man. I ain't lying. I ain't get this off no Instagram. I ain't get this off no shit. Like, I, I went through this shit. I teach people how to be winners. They think it's just training. Some of these cats are trainers. They ain't doing nothing about being a winner. You got to teach them how to win. The win is in a try. Teach them how to win. Don't stop trying. The win is in a try. Come on. Free game, man. Free game. Trap Tuesday. Trap Boy Tuesday. I'm on here. I'm on here. I'm at you. Pulling you out the mud. Pulling you out the mud, baby. Let's go. It is Tuesday. Real Talk Tuesday. And it's just a special occasion because it's my cousin's birthday. And I love him. I miss him. I dedicate so much to him. I dedicate the way I move to him. Um, You know, um, I, I just saw I, I couldn't wait for today. I can't wait to go and celebrate and see everything and, um, you know, see his beautiful daughter, see uh, my rest of my family. I got family here from St. Louis. Uncle JD's here. My auntie Angie's here. My auntie Ella. Ella is my uh, cousin's my cousin's mother and his father's here. Here's a crazy thing about his father being here, my, my cousin who passed away, his father being here, we grew up and only my auntie raised him. My auntie and then my dad and the rest of my uncles was like his dad because his dad was never around. Never. He didn't meet his dad. He didn't know his dad. None of that stuff. Then, and but I, I think that was more of my auntie didn't want nothing to do with him. I think he was hustling and doing his thing. So I think she didn't want to do with him, but I don't think it had to do with him wanting to do be a father, though. I think he wanted to be a dad. I think he wanted to be with my cousin, which is a tragedy, you know, just, you know. But when my cousin got murdered, he came out here from St. Louis and, and spent time out here with the family and went through that process with us. And then as, as his, uh, my cousin's daughter got married is getting married he's out here also so i just i it just 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 you know i just think about man he's here so much for him right now what could have happened what would have been the case if he would have been there for him those years when when he really needed him growing up to to kind of steer away from the gangs to steer away from some of the things that took his life um, you know, I, I, that, that's something that, that I can't stop thinking about because he seems to be a dad that wants to be involved, that is, is involved. And, and so what's the, what is the issue? You know what I'm saying? Like we needed this dude some years ago. You know what I mean? I, we could have avoided a lot of this shit. 
I had a, I had a ball. I ain't got the balls to say nothing like that right now. I mean, maybe one day. My uncle in town, so he got me drinking like like every night. You know, I don't really drink at all. So, so to be out, you know, you know, I did, you know, I just, I'm just busy, bro. And plus, it's just all sugar with that shit. It ain't like got nothing to do with drinking. It's just a lot of sugar. I don't drink. I don't. I don't mess with a lot of sugar. So it's just a once in a once in a while thing. So to this week is a great opportunity. I mean, a, a great reason to do. You know, to celebrate like an adult. <laughs> I have the. I have the. I feel like I have the um, palate of a kid because that's all I eat is freaking fruit and smoothies. I feel like there's a lot of milkshakes and you know. That's what it feels like, even though it's not a milkshake, it's fruit. Um, but I feel like I'm making like sherbet or something, and, and I'm eating a lot of ice cream and watermelon, and you know, it just don't feel like you, you feel like when you're adult, you're supposed to eat all this bullshit. And really, that's why you start looking like differently. You got to eat that same shit, got to eat that good stuff. So, anyway, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to be an adult a little bit this week. People in town, I'm showing them around, went out to Nike. Not tonight, you know, whenever you go out there, you spend a bunch of damn money. So, big shout out to Brad Cam. Uh, Kim, I think I, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. K E H M. My man hooked us up with Nike passes, got me in. Relationships are everything, man. Relationships are everything. Big shout out to Brad coming through like that. My family in town, they literally called me up like my cousin had, my, my cousin Greg, I took them out to, my cousin Wayne took them out to, um, Adidas the day before They went out to Adidas All my family out there shopping They, they from St. Louis So they will never see a bunch of this shit So they just grabbing all kind of shit Shopping And then the night, then that night They called me up like Hey you think we get into the Nike store tomorrow Now you know that ain't how it roll The Nike store You gotta get a couple days And do all this kind of shit But Brad Whoa Big boy Brad I think he done been there for uh, About 20, 20 plus years I get him a holler Yo Five minutes later, he was like, yeah, it passes in the mail. Like this, you know, having dudes like this. Relationships, man. Relationships. This bond comes from me training his kid for the last year with the most unbelievable offseason I've ever seen of a kid. I, I got to get into this. I, I'm going to talk about this a little bit in recruiting. We're going to talk a little bit about recruiting today. It's, it's more really about my cousin today, but I do want to mention a little bit about this kid it's just an unbelievable deal unbelievable offseason and kind of what you got to do especially if you're that going to be a senior in the avenue you have to take if you're really serious about playing the next level sorry write down a couple of notes stay focused so we're getting a little bit about in that about recruiting okay mm-hmm we're gonna get into a little bit about that. But it's Tuesday. I'd like to welcome welcome I'd like to thank our sponsors, sorry. Welcome everybody, but I'd like to thank our sponsors. Tuesday, we already Hayes Sports Performance, turning potential into performance. The number one thing I do, turn potential into performance. I've been doing it for the last twenty plus years. I've had an opportunity to send over five hundred kids to college to play sports. Over 300 kids Division One, over 200 kids NAIA, uh, Division Two, II, Division Three, um, uh, overseas pros. Uh, like you know, I, I've got a little bit of everything. So um, it's 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 what I love to do. It's my gift, and I just live through my gift. If you're lucky enough to be trained by me and be inside of our fold, it's a forever thing. It's not just about training. It's about your mental well-being, your your uh, your wellness, your 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 real personal development, right? Personal development coach. I, of course, speed, of course, strength, of course, skill. But finding out who the hell you really are, making you more confident, making sure you 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 face challenges, not run from them. I'm cha- I'm changing you. In order to be changed, you have to be challenged. If you're ready to be challenged, get a hold of Coach Hayes. 971-400-8351. Working with all level athletes. Working with all level athletes. Whether it's a, you know small kids or haystacks or fifth grade and under kids. 
our Hayes prep program, which is any, you know, preparing for the next level, middle school, preparing for high school, high school, preparing for college, college, preparing for pros. And if you're just a normal Joe, that's like, man, I just like getting in shape. I just love the energy. I want to get in there. I want to feel some of that haze energy. I, I want to be in there with you socializing. And, and and I love that shit, bro. Especially, in the, I, don't, I don't have an adult right now, but I've had a couple in the past. And it's nice to have an adult to be able to go in there and talk some real shit and real life. And you know what I mean? And I can kill them with the other stuff, too. But it's nice kind of having that relationship. You know? So if you're out there and you're looking for that relationship and you're willing to invest in yourself because you know Coach Hayes ain't free. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I got to take care. I got I got kids to take care of. We got businesses to grow. But I love what I do. And so if you want to be in an environment with somebody like that and you want some of that energy and, and you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one to get a hold of. So mess with me. Check us out on Instagram at OTA Team Hayes at OTA underscore Team Hayes. Or give me a holla 971-400-8351. Let's rock. So, yeah, man, um, just I want to hit a little testimony service today. Testimony, hear my testimony. Remember, testimony is just a, you know, it's a testimony service is a part and service in a black church where you get to give up. You get to get up and, and, and talk and confess to the congregation, the church. What type of blessings God have brought you through that week? What's uh, been troubling you? How God have taken the burden off of you? Things like that. Rough spots that God made smooth spots. And you just, you're just acknowledging that there's no way you could have did it without him. That's really what testimony service is. That you don't know even know how, sometimes how it happened. It's a miracle. There are little miracles every day. There's small miracles every single day. And you just got to be, have your head on right to understand what's going on. Having, having your head on right to understand what's going on is the key. It's been such a tough week, man, because, you know, my cousin's birthday, the wedding, family in town. I start reminiscing about my cousin. And start to grieve a little bit, you know, start to grieve a little bit. But I, I think, you know, me testifying and I'm just telling something from my heart, like straight up. I think I feel so, you know, you get that survivor's, that survivor's guilt, right? You know, like my, son, my cousin's gone. I'm still here. Like I thought I had the opportunity to get revenge on his on his murder um, at one point in my life. And when I didn't take the opportunity I was depressed for the next two or three years, like mad at myself that I didn't take revenge when I had the opportunity, like right there. Um, it's, it's, you know, so wrapping my, wrapping my brain around this whole thing for years have been tough. And I finally feel like I have a handle on it, but it is so tough, you know, for a long time to, you know, when it's him, it's me. It's, it's me, it's him. And so when he when he passed away, I did not want to be around. Did not want to be around. Did not understand. You know, I just didn't, just didn't get it no more. You know, I, I was so, I guess I never had been that sad in my life. Never, never, never had been that sad in my life. And, you know, I, you know, it's hard to get happy after that. You feel guilty being happy. You feel guilty having a good time. You feel guilty doing stuff with your kid because, man, he should uh, he should be having time with this kid, which is really tough when you start beating yourself mentally like that, beating yourself up mentally like that. I think what, you know, what I feel most guilty about is... And I, I feel like this about my father, too. Honestly, uh, it, it plagues me. Um, but it started with my cousin because my cousin passed away first. I feel like, honestly, look at, look at the guns right there. Come on, man. Get them things out. <laughs> I honestly feel like um, 
the loss of my cousin propelled me, which makes me feel guilty. And I don't sometimes know what to do with that energy is that, you know, I always say like you use your like the pain can either be fuel for your fire or it extinguishes your fire. You get to choose. You get to choose. Does it does it does it, you know, amp you up and get you over the hump or does it put it put you in the hole? Does it bring you down, put you to a hole? So, you know, you, you have you can do either one with the energy, but it's really up to you. It's up to you what you do with the fuel, what you do with the what you do with that energy. It's all energy. It's all energy. And so for me, I think I think for a while it ate me alive. I gained weight. I was it's, it's, it put me in fear of man. If he can die that easy, I can die that easy. And and then I said, "Fuck, I'm not gonna die. I'm gonna go get the other. I'm gonna get the dude that's fuck trying to you know maybe he gonna try to come get me instead of him trying to come get me. I'm gonna go get him." And I just became a whole different guy. And you change, and then your body starts to change, and your mind it's it's just a slippery slippery slope. And I just feel I I I feel so guilty that because when I lost my cousin, um, it gave me a why. I don't I don't think I had a real why before that. Besides, I love my dad, right? No, this was pain, and the pain was they took him away from me. I gotta live for him. I gotta have enough, not only for me, but I gotta have enough to be able to give to his daughter when she needed. I gotta be able to take care of his grandkids if he needed. Like you know, it, it fueled me like none other, which is great for me because now I got a why and I can work harder and I can stay focused. And I, when I get tired, I know what to imagine in my mind because it ain't just for me that I'm working for generations and not just my generations, but my cousin's generation. Like this is serious in my head. If that wasn't there, I don't focus up. I keep on being the same D-boy. I keep on doing the same shit. I don't examine. I don't examine where, you know, drugs, you know, selling drugs go from death or jail. It's like he stays alive. Everything is good. Well, everything must be good. Keep on doing shit. My life didn't change till that change happened. And so I'm so happy my life changed, but I'm devastated from losing him. Devastated. I'm talking about this on his birthday. R.I.P. Cowboy. It's a double-edged sword. Some of the things in your life that will kill you the most will make you into an absolute killer. Will make you into an executor. Will make you into a go-getter. They say a study. I was looking at something the other day that says studies say that people that are exposed to the right amount of childhood trauma seem to succeed at a at a ninety percent rate. They are ninety percent more uh, uh, successful than most people. It's not about having a perfect childhood. Mm-mm. You gotta have some type of adversity, some type of adversity that says, you know what. <sighs> I'm living for this now. Oh, that changed me. Oh, I seen that. I'm gonna be a lawyer now. They they killed my father. They killed my uncle. On you know on a on a traffic stop and then they killed another black man. I'm gonna be a lawyer. Then that person is fucking driven because he has a why. He's gone. So that tragedy that happened to me and I lost my father and I'm going through it and then all of a sudden, you know, I lose my cousin and you know, it's a Travis, a drive by, a walk up and the gang members. I got a why. You just made me dangerous. If you're out there and you're going through some shit and instead of letting that thing, that pain kill you again and again and again. Try to use that as fuel. To win again, again and again and again. Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes. Getting real on here. Getting real on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Real Talk Tuesday, man. My testimony, I feel guilty. I have, you know, survivor's guilt. I, 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 I feel horrible that my greatest tragedy forced me to focus and started my greatest come up. Straight up. Straight up. It took another boost once my father passed away. Same thing happened. Level up. Don't stop. Because I was scared to stop. 
I was scared to stop and start grieving because I figured I'd fall apart and be shit to everybody. So I just put my head down and grinded. Real talk. Real talk Tuesday. I, I feel guilt. I feel guilt that a loss, my, the, my greatest loss prepared, you know, propelled me to my greatest successes. And I don't know. I just, you know, that's my testimony. And I love him. I love you, cowboy. R.I.P., my boy. Happy birthday. I do it for you. Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. So there will be some definite, there will be some definite editing going on here. <laughs> Hopefully, Levi can take care of this. That was pretty bad. We had camera, we had camera functioning. We had all kind of stuff going on. Let's show that little logo down there. Oof, the Kona logo. Kona ice, hot as hell. Still with me there? We just got testimony sober, testimony service over. Just got through fumbling the mics, fumbling the cameras, fumbling everything, having some technical difficulties. And now we're going to bounce back like the bounce back king. Showing they ain't got to be perfect. I ain't starting this podcast over. We <laughs> we going from here, homeboy. If Levi can fix that, Levi, punch in and fix that. If you can't fix that, then we're going to roll with it. It just is what it is. We just got to roll with it. We just got to, hey, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Show that cone. Hey, if I got any uh anybody out there that want to talk about Sending a merch in so they can get it. Some marketing online. Have me wearing it. Holler at me. Let's talk. Let's talk. We got some small lines out there. They want to get some merch. I'll get up. Model it up. We'll put it on our Instagram. We'll put it on our Facebook page. We'll put it on our, our website. If you got some merch, holler at me. Put you on here. Get you on here. I can get into a fresh tea. I'll make sure I show everything. I'll make sure I go and put a little, little tag to get to your wherever your website or to your uh, Instagram, whatever you're selling your merch at. Holla at me. We doing deals, man. We trying to work it out. Small businesses working together, making it happen. Real talk from a real entrepreneur. Looking for some real players out there to play with. So if y'all out there and you want to do some business and you are, you got T-shirts, you got hats, you got sweatshirts, you got beanies, whatever you got, holler at me. Let's get them on. Let's get them on here and 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 get them on the Facebook page and get them on the website and get them on the Instagram and let us start helping you market your product. Holler at me. Coach Hayes, 971-400-8351. 971-400-8351. Yeah, I love to testify, man. I love to... I love to get it off my chest. You gotta get it off your chest, man. That's that's real talk. That's real talk. Couple things I want to talk. So let's get into a little bit of recruiting talk today. Let's get into a little bit of recruiting talk. I I want to talk a little bit about this Aiden Kim kid. I had a, I had a kid come to me this year. Crazy situation. Kid comes to me. Now, 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 listen, this ain't everybody. This ain't everybody, but I, I want to talk about this because this, you, you, you got to want it, right? Like, so this, here's a kid, special, spe, special situation, okay? Really, really interesting, okay? Kid comes to me, dad gets a hold of me, wants to do some work. His son has played one year of football, one year of football, junior year in high school, junior year. Think about this. Junior year. That's all the dude played. The dude played JV. He's a nose guard. Now, he's 6'6", 6'6", 290. Well, 6'6", 290. Okay. I think he was by 6'6", 310 when I first started with him. Now he's 6'6", 290. Came... 
you know, he hadn't played football before, so he got to get used to all that contact and the aggression and all that kind of shit. And he's a good kid and come from a good family. So, you know, he ain't had to, you know, he ain't got a big brother that's beating his ass and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you really got to work with him a little bit. So the dad told me, let's do a couple of days a week or a day a week or, you know, whatever we can do. And, you know. Um, they got they got the they got the funds to be able to, to afford the training. So we do the, you know we start training the kid and the kid goes well. We gets to we get to camp season now. Not only is he training with me, a couple of days a week working on speed, working on movement, working on agility just to get his feet quicker because he's a big kid and he you know got you got to move quick as a lineman. Uh, he's really more of an offensive tackle, so we had to give him some kick sliding and some all type of stuff, right? The kid came, he worked his ass off. You could tell that his body wasn't used to that kind of work, but he still worked through it. Dedicated. Dad don't fuck around. Parents don't fuck around. Parents had him there all the time. Made sure he's doing the work. But not only did he work with me, he had another guy he worked with doing skill work. Okay, so he did skill work. Then he was on the 5v5 team. Then he then he came and joined my Bridge City uh, spring team. Spring team allowed him to play against two of the best teams in the nation and get filmed. Listen to this recruiting process. This kid had never played football before. Never played football before. Never played varsity football before. Played JV football. JV football. Okay? Come and play spring ball. Has a good spring season. After spring's over, uh, after our last spring game, a week later, now he's also going to his 5v5 tournaments playing for the spring team he ain't ever played doing workouts with me lifting with his team he was going to westland high school which is a powerhouse out here they he won a championship with them but he was a junior he really wasn't on the team you know not on the on the on the varsity team but he went through the process of making himself and stuff like that as a junior so he's doing all the right stuff all these things plus he's six six two ninety. <laughs> plus he's six six two ninety, right so then after spring season they start going to camps. I'm talking about a dude must have went to 20 fucking camps. 20 camps. I mean, he was at a camp. Seemed like two two a week. All summer long. He went to, he was going to camps. Dad came to me initially and said, we just want, we're just looking for, you know, see if he can grab a walk-on. This is before we first start training. I was like, walk-on? I saw this dude want, this big kid. Now, now the kid has two offers now. Two offers. He ain't even played a snap of varsity football. I don't know. Maybe he's played some, like, at the end of games and stuff. But he hasn't really did no starting or did like, nothing like that. It all came off of spring. It all came off of his camp season. All the workouts he was doing to better himself. That and is the most amazing offseason I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Now he's going to um, – he's transferring to Lake Ridge High School out here. And uh, big things are gonna come from this kid because the ceiling is so high. There's there's so much so much growth for him because he's just starting. He's just starting, right? So they see that they see he's working. Not only is, is he willing to work, he's willing to get better. He's willing to go to 20 camps. He's willing to. That tells a coach a lot about a kid. Like if we get this kid, he'll continue to improve. He won't come here and kind of think like, oh, I can chill now. Big shout out to Aiden, man. Big shout out to Brad and the whole family. They raised a good one. They know what they doing. They know what they doing. Big shout out for the Nike pass. That ain't the only reason I'm giving you love. I just got to highlight this kid, man, because in my Bread City program, my Bread City club football program, we started this program. Like We're going to get kids offers. We're going we gonna, to we gonna make a difference. This is the our first offer. This kid was our first offer. He got now he got more than one and he'll get a he'll get a he'll get probably get a handful more. But they just wanted him to get a walk on. Now the kid has somebody else paying for school now. That shit excites me more than anything. That excites me more than anything, man. I am who I say I am. I got you. I got you. I love that. I love that, man. That that that's my kind of party. That's that's what the that you know, so just want you to understand that. Real Talk Tuesday, man. Most unbelievable offseason I've ever seen. Really got these scouts' attention. Showing up everywhere. Doing all the right stuff after the camp's over. Go up to the coach. Thank you very much. Show up early. You know, 
write thank you letter after the camp's over, like, you know, do everything to to make an impression while he's there and have and make a, a, a long lasting impression far past the time he's gone. Playing the game. If you wanna you know, if you wanna you wanna get in the game. Just 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 wanna kinda put that out there. Like, you know, if you really, especially if you're a junior going to be a senior and you feel like there's no it's too late to give out all the scholarships nope the first one was a division division one offer so that's not what it is they're literally looking for people who check all the boxes who really want it so in that last year you scrambling and you going and they just need one position they just need they just need one tackle they just need one guard so you got to be on the team that can showcase your talent. You got to be doing some training so you can send them some training film. You got to be doing something. You got to keep trying. You got to keep building. That's what's missing these days. We just calling them. How can I get that attention? How can I go to the showcase? How can I? Instead of doing what you, what's necessary. And what's necessary? What's at the bottom of Aiden's deal? Going to train with me a couple times a week. Going to a, a, a lineman-only skill trainer. Uh, going to 5v5 uh, lineman workouts. It was all practice. It's all training. Why is that important? Because training is essential to transformation. A lot of y'all want the win, but you don't really want to. You just want to say you won. You don't really want to, you don't really try to transform who you are, how you think, how you work. Until you transform, it's not permanent. It's, your foundation has nothing. Okay, so understanding training is essential to transformation. So you need to practice. Sometimes when shit don't happen for you, it's because you haven't had enough training. Because you haven't had enough practice. Because you don't look at practice the right way. Because you don't look at it like I get to, I got to. Training is essential. Training is the precursor to transformation. If I'm trying to get here, now I, I got to work myself to transform into a person that can be strong enough, fast enough, whatever to be here, smart enough to have this job, uh, uh, whatever, attractive enough to have this girl, whatever it is. Practice, work, practice, train, work, track. Wait, no. Worry, no. Train, yes. Work, yes. Build, yes. Try, yes. Training is essential to transformation. With that, with that, an attitude of faith and gratitude has to come with it for you to really maximize your training. Why is that? Because your body and your mind has to be on the same page to actually allow your whole self to level up. So if I'm just doing all the fucking work, 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 and I don't have the correct faith, I don't have the right attitude, the gratitude for just waking up, for being where I am, for God doubling me from two to four instead of you worrying about fucking getting two to two hundred. Right, you want you want God to take me from two to four hundred. You ain't worried about giving two to four. Fuck that little that little jump. That ain't for you. No, you got to be thankful for the two to four, from the four to eight, from the eight to sixteen. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let them go and double you up, triple you up. And yeah, you want that, but first, be thankful for this. Thankful for where you are right now. Thankful for having any kind of shoes on your feet. Yeah, maybe one day you get some J's, but be thankful for having fucking shoes on your feet right now. Maybe one day that's all you do is eat steak and lobster. Right now, eat whatever the hell God is putting in front of you to nourish your body and say thank you. That's what this is all about. Training is essential to transformation. But faith and gratitude, to have an attitude of faith and gratitude is the rest of it. It seals the deal. Because God knows your heart. So faith and gratitude is about your heart. Is your heart. Having faith that you know if I do A, B will happen. If I love A, B will happen. You got to, you got to, training is essential to transformation. Okay, let's be real. Let's be real about it. This episode brought to you by Hey Sports Performance. Solo today. Solo today, man. Solo sponsor. Give me some love.
give my company some love. Because Lord knows I love you. I love this. I love this mic. I love my people. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Remember, if you're a junior going to be a senior, it is a sprint. It is not a marathon, boss. It is a sprint. It is not a marathon. You got to get ready to have a summer of your life. You got to, if you're a girl, you got to get ready to do some traveling. You got to get ready to, you know, show everything you got. Because in reality, their school's going, oh, my God, it's senior year. And I got to get the, I got to finish my roster out of the 25s. What's out there? That's what you don't know. You think that all the shit's gone. No, there's a whole bunch of them. There's hundreds of schools, thousands of schools going, hey, I need this. I, I need a, I need a midi. I need a, I need a, a goalie. I need this. I need that. And, and and we only got a month left in this recruiting period, and we got to flip the page. And I don't have all my recruits. There's millions. Get on your exposure game. Get on your stuff. It's in reality, there's people looking for you if you're doing all that right stuff. Real talk. Real talk Tuesday, man. I'm telling you for real. Real talk that's out there for you. I wish there was somebody like me talking to me and my cousin when we was kids. I wish this existed, that we could have heard this, that my parents could my dad could have heard this and could have helped guide me, help guide my cousin, saved us from sidestepping and and, and, and and stepping in that bullshit. That's what I'm here for, baby. Stay focused on the main thing, man. What is your main thing? What is your main thing? Is your main thing that sport thing? Stay stay focused on the main thing. If that's your sport, sports your number one thing. You can't make something else your number one thing. Your girl can't be your number one thing. Your money can't be your number one thing. The number one thing is the number one thing. Real talk. My gift is my number one thing. I live through my gift. It provides for my family. Now, I could have said my family is my number one thing, but my gift is my number one thing. Because God gave me the gift. It all starts with God. After that is my family. But God forbid something happens to somebody in my family, I'm still going to serve my gift. Gift first. Family second. When it say gift first, that's God first. Just understand that. God and gift, same thing. It comes from God. God says, you serve this gift. You're serving me. You mean serving God. So God's first. Their family. That's the way it go. Then self. Real Talk Tuesday. Coach Hayes on the breakdown. The big breakdown show, breaking shit down for you like it go. Man, somebody give me a beat. Drop me a motherfucking beat. I'm about ready to go. <laughs> somebody drop me a motherfucking beat. I'm about ready to blow this thing up, dog. <laughs> I'm getting too comfortable with this shit now. I'm about to start popping. I'm about to start popping. I can't, I can't though. It's wet in there. I got to get dressed. I got to get going. Got to show that. Got to show that muscle in there. Pool day, man. It's 105 outside, bro. 105 degrees. Can you believe that? And I still got kids coming to work out. They still work out without a problem. I love that shit. The sun either makes you, right? It either makes you or it breaks you. Break, I ain't want to do that. I don't want to do that. It, you got broke. But I get through it. I sweat through it. I make it through it. I oh, fuck. Drink water. It made you. It made you. Get through that shit. You ain't got to be perfect. Just get through it. Run through it with a great attitude. Like we was talking about earlier. Do that shit with a great attitude. All my hustlers out there, man. Don't try to beat the heat. Don't try to beat the heat. Too many out. This is what and this is what parents do. This is why I piss piss me off about parents, bro. They they want their kid to be tough. You want your kid to be good. You want the kid and then you make them avoid doing all the hard shit. You make them avoid doing all the difficult shit. All the things that require them maybe getting embarrassed, maybe not winning, maybe coming in last. Maybe do you make them you want them to be so good, but then you sit in the fucking private school from second grade, from second grade all the way through high school. There's no diversity. There's no uh, adversity. There's no nothing. 
And the kid's had a cake life his whole life. And then you're like, God, he's just, he's just not aggressive enough. What the fuck you think, bro? What aggressive have you been? You ain't nothing to be around no Tyrones. <laughs> his ass ain't aggressive because he ain't got no science classes with a nigga named Tyrone that'll knock your head off if you don't do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta, if you're not gonna have that in your own household, what's gonna sharpen his knife? What's gonna sharpen the blade? You got to have something that's going to sharpen your kid's blade, bro. That's that's the key. If you're not going to say, my business, the parent gets to be the, the handle of the knife. Think about a butcher knife. The butcher knife has, let's use this pen. The butcher knife has this nice handle for you to hold. Then it has a nice sharp blade over here. It has a backbone of the knife. The parent is the handle. The parent is the backbone of the knife. I am the blade. I teach their ass how to cut, how to eat. Real talk. So every athlete needs that. They need that safe spot. They need, sometimes that's the coach. Sometimes, sometimes the, and the parent is like, God damn it, you need to work. And that's the sharpen. That's what sharpens the blade. Or the, right? Or the parent usually is the stable I support you no matter what. They can go back. Man, that trainer, fuck him. Coach Hayes is a bitch. He always make me do. He looked at me wrong today. He said something wrong. And the parent goes, oh, that's all right. Well, we'll get you some food and go home and go text me and go, yeah, you kicked his ass today. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. We got too many people, though, that, you know, I was, listening, I was talking to somebody the other day that said, they as parents had called him like, oh my God, they play rap music before they warm up. And not how the parent was like calling for as complaining about this. They they they're they're listening to rap music before they warm up. The coaches got their arms folded. You know, they they trying to talk shit about black people. Like they, they don't like our mannerisms. Like somebody gonna stop them. You're calling somebody to tell them the coach on the team to stop folding his arms, to stop playing rap music to warm shit up. Like that is what you call bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. You're not, what, they're not fucking golf clapping? Like, what is wrong with you, bro? Like, you can't control everything. Then pick another fucking sport. Have your kid play something else if you don't want to be in that environment. That is the issue. You don't control it, bro. You don't get to control shit. They control their kids. You put them in all these great environments, all these great systems that work for them, that cannot backfire, that cannot fail them, they cannot fucking lose. And then when they start losing in life, they don't know what the fuck is going on. You sabotage them. Real talk. You say you never let them fall off the fucking bike. You got to let them fall, bro. You got to let them get scraped up. You got to let them get the fuck back up. Or you got to let them kick the bike and say, fuck that bike. I don't want to get on it no more. Okay, fuck the bike then. <laughs> All your friends, right? I think you, I think you might want to try it again, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we did pay a lot of money for that motherfucker. I think you might want to try it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you want to walk the rest of your life. Like, you know, that's how it goes. And parents are at fault. It's not the kid's fault. All you kids out there, please don't ever think it's your fault. It's your parents' fault. Fuck them. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Easy for me to say. You probably get your ass kicked saying something like that. I'm just joking, parents. I fuck you. I'm just saying. But it is your fault. The environment that you create will allow your kid to succeed or not. That's not every, you know. I'm just talking about, for the most part. There's some exceptions. Some kids are just shitheads. They you know they don't want to be shit. Ain't going to ever be shit. But for the most part, if they're in a great environment and people are putting them first and loving them and putting and putting into them, they can't wait. They can't wait to give back to you like that, you know, and, and, and work their ass off for you and give it to you and dedicate to you. Real Talk Tuesday. Coach Hayes. Let's just remember, man. Okay? You just have to. Un uh oh. Hear my dogs in the background. It's been pool day all day today. Pool day. So we got to we gotta get out this pool and get to this wedding. I'm in the 105 weather. It's going to make me feel good, but I can't wait to see the fam. Recruiting. Stay focused on the lesson for the day. Okay, you got to go get it. 
you got to go chase it, especially in that, that, that last year. If you're in that last year and you really want it, you got to push every button. You got to make it happen. They don't see you, make them motherfucking see you. You're in that last year. I'm just talking to you. This is this is for you. This episode is for you. How do I get recruited? I want to highlight uh, Lakeridge offensive tackle, Aiden Kim, and just the way he really went after it this offseason, how he came in and he put in, you know, six to eight months of work that got him offers because he really worked. And it ain't just because of his size. We had other kids with size that didn't get as many offers. That didn't get an offer at first. And we had other kids with offers now. We got a couple of kids with offers, which is pretty cool. They won't be the last two, but it's just kind of cool that we set out to get offers for kids and we got offers. Now we just got a coach that said they want to send us 30 kids next year. We finna grow and blow. Believe that. Okay. Recruiting, you got to be, you know, go get it. Senior year, go get it. Don't be deterred. You got to remember, if if it's the main thing, you got to put it first. You got to put girls second. You got to put the boys second. Drugs cannot be before that. So smoking weed can't be before that. Drinking and partying can't be before that. You got to understand that. You got to understand that. Stay focused on the dream. Stay focused on the prize. Understand that. Keep the main thing the main thing. Nothing else can be the main thing. Okay? Everything else prioritized behind it. Okay? Just want to make sure we stand focused. Recruiting can get tricky, can get depressive, can get, make you really depressed and, and have anxiety and all kind of shit like that. So staying focused on the main thing is the main thing. Make sure they see you. Make sure when they do see you, they see you working, that you're building. Okay? That's what's going on. And chase it. Too many people sitting around dreaming, not enough people doing enough chasing. Make sure you are chasing. As soon as you see a, a clear picture of it, time to chase. Stop fucking dreaming and say, see it again. It's not getting no closer. As soon as you see the vision, as soon as God gives you that vision to sleep, your ass is supposed to wake up and spend every waking moment chasing it. That's what a dream chaser is. Not a dreamer. There's a lot of dreamers out there. They don't make them automatically dream chasers. That's different. Be a dream chaser and watch you achieve your, watch you catch and achieve all your dreams. That's what it's all about. Keep being a dreamer. That's all you will do is see him. You will see him in your sleep. You are visualizing when you're awake, but you are never attain him. Okay. Hey, this coach Hayes. The Trap Trainer, Trap Boy Tuesday, Real Talk Tuesday with Coach Hayes. I'm signing off. Go get it, man. Trap or die. You know how we do. Peace out.